Sassy, sexy, spunky, witty, and best of all, opinionated. They are the girlfriends. And now here are Shelly, Whitney, and Shauna. Hi, everyone. We are so happy to be here with you this week. I'm Shelly MacArthur, and I'm here with Shauna Montgomery and Sherry. And Sherry, pronounce your last name for me. Balan. Sherry Balan. And Sherry Balan is a very famous person in the doll world. She is the owner of Gigi's Dolls and Sherry Teddy Bears. She has it all right here in this beautiful shop at 6029 North Northwest Highway in Chicago, Illinois. And Sherry sells dolls, repairs dolls, takes care of dolls from all over the world. So we are very happy to be with you today, Sherry, and to be interviewing you here. You know, Shauna and I had a very large, beautiful doll collection our whole entire life, and we looked high and low as time has gone on in the last couple of years to to really sell our dolls to the right person. And we didn't exactly know who that was going to be. And then there you are. You pop up and we have you. And we're sitting in front of you now. We had to do a show on this beautiful shop. I have a funny story to tell you. Listeners, you're listening to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. And I have the funny story to say that we just didn't pick anyone when we were selling our dolls. And Shelly, we have to admit, I mean, even in high school, we played with dolls. Oh, oh, absolutely. So these dolls, when we moved, were put into a huge trunk that sat in our basement for 40 years because we always thought that we would reopen them and we revisited them the other day. We went to several places, Sherry, before we came to you. I don't know if you are aware of that. But when we came here, Sherry Balan opened up the trunk and she went... Hello, kids. And we knew we found the right, right person to sell our dolls. So, Sherry, tell us, how did you get into this business? I know you're. we've been joined now with your beautiful mother, and she is here, and that is how the name came about, Gigi's. What are, how are these lovely people? This is the girlfriends yes. who we got all the dolls in the trunk from, and they are doing a podcast for us. That's right. So we're meeting Gigi for the very first time. She doesn't even know we're on the air to her favorite listeners. <laughs> Sherry's now turned bright red. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen when we're here with the girlfriends. But Sherry, tell us how you how you got into this wonderful business that really excites all of us. I was very blessed when I was young. My mom pulled out her dolls from when she was a child and I took an interest in them and started playing with them and she had a Shirley Temple wannabe which I didn't realize was a wannabe at the time and my interest in Shirley Temple sparked and we did a lot of antiquing and we went to flea markets and so I bought dolls and then we would go to another flea market and sell some of the dolls. You know, you'd take them home and you'd clean them up and you'd put a dress on them and then we sold them. Well, we were up in Wheeling, Illinois at the flea market and 
there was a gentleman that came up to us and said, we're going to be starting a toy show. Are you interested in being a part of it? So we did the very first toy show, which was 43 years ago here in the Chicago area. And we've been doing the toy show ever since then. But then along the way, Mom said, for Mother's Day, I want a doll show. So we put on a doll show here in the Chicagoland area for 21 years, twice a year, Bruda Barbie and Jamota Ginny. And then at one of the shows uh, in 1981, a lady says, oh, there's a doll shop that um, just closed. You should really look at it. And that was down in Plainfield. Well, it was the gas crunch. And I went down and looked at it and decided to open it. So I was driving 100 miles a day, most days not making my tolls. And we had the shop down there for a little over a year. And it was basically like one bedroom with a little hall. And then from there, we went to the Oak Mill Mall. And we were at 1,900 square feet. Then we moved to 5,000 square feet. And then we moved to Howard Harlem in Milwaukee. And now we found our permanent home here. Wow. I I just want to say, you know, that's a fascinating story, Sherry. So basically, you and your mom, you did not have a plan. We like to, on The Girlfriends, we like to empower women. And you know, so many of the leaders today have plans. But from what I'm hearing from you, this was a passion it's definitely a passion. It still is. So it wasn't a plan like we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to build. It was more you were doing it out of love and instincts and because you had a passion. Yes, now, definitely. I wish our listeners could see all of the store in here because there is thousands and thousands all makes of dolls from Barbie and Ken and the whole family to Chatty Kathy's. And this is Mrs. Bigsby. Mrs. Beasley. Mrs. Beasley. Mrs. Beasley was Buffy's uh, friend. Buffy's friend from the family affair. Yes. That's right. And I mean, it's just, it's it's a fascinating, you have faces looking at you from all directions. But I I think that's... It's a fantasy, actually. It's a fantasy. And I think that's one of the messages that we always try to get across on our radio show. We like to leave our listeners, our favorite listeners, with a message. And again, um, to our favorite listeners, you know, uh, several weeks ago we interviewed India Hicks, who has become a very notable designer in, in the world right now. And another message here with Gigi and Sherry, her mom, it's a passion. So you operate on your passion. Absolutely. And I love that. Well, Mom was a dental hygienist for 21 years and retired to this wonderful life of seven days a week playing with dolls. you. <laughs> well, the last time we were in, Gigi, Mom, yes. um, was sitting at a table and she was matching up all the little doll booties together and putting them in little Ziploc bags, which I thought was a big job because you had a huge bin there. <laughs> and I you, kept bringing more. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, I think one of the unique uh, um, qualities is that you actually have the doll hospital 
in your store. And when Shelly and I were little, my mother used to put get in the station wagon and would get Shelly and Scott, Shelly, Shane, and Shauna, and we would take all the dolls and the G.I. Joes and all the male dolls, and we would go to the doll hospital to get their hair or their eyes or their arms. I think that's one of the wonderful things, and we're going to be showing some videos on our website that is going to show you, we have Dr. Michael who's here today, and he's working on a lot of the dolls that are here. So Sherry and Gigi, tell me, I'd be curious to know individually, you have all of these very special dolls from people. I know you have a lot of stories about your dolls. Is there any particular doll or group of dolls, or do you love them all the same? There are some that just kind of steal your heart, and there's there's a lot of dolls that when we get them in in collections, you kind of want to keep them, but you can't keep them all. But there are certain ones that you want to make sure go to the right person. And it's interesting because a lot of dolls pick their owners. Mom was at a show, and she had bought this baby with these beautiful flirty eyes and this woman came in and she picked it up and she lovingly held it and had the eyes go back and forth because it had the flirty eyes and she said I have to think about it she put it down and another lady came in and grabbed it up and shook it and it didn't move its eyes and she plunked it back down and mom nearly had a heart attack when the lady picked it up and the other lady came back around and picked it up lovingly and decided oh. she had to adopt her. So sometimes it's not us that finds the customer. It's the dollies that find their new mommy. That's wonderful. That is so funny because they say that dogs pick their owners. And now you're telling us as a doll collector that the dolls pick their owners. Well, you know, that's that really, is so bizarre. You know, as I mentioned earlier, that we looked all over for the right person to take our dolls who meant so much to us. So when we got here and Shauna and I emptied the trunk and we were so moved by Sherry because she immediately addressed him as, oh, hi, kids, which we loved. There were several that we had to take home with us. We had to take back home. So they came out of the trunk after 40 years. And there were like four or five that we took back out of the trunk and kept them at home. And they are presently in my media room in, in Chicago. And my husband came in after our outing with you. And he became very enamored. And he liked them oh, he sitting did? watching TV oh, he, with us. Oh, neat. Tell he, me and he that. Said, you know, I kind of miss the guys when they're not in here. Now I do. We do have a, a boy doll there too, Richard. But yeah, he really liked them. And then there were those that came in and said, "This is really spooky, Shelley. I mean, what's that all about?" Wait, I saw, how was Owen, your dog, with the dolls? Owen loved it, and we will be showing one of our pictures in the gallery um, on our website of Owen, our dog, that is with, when he was watching TV, he wanted to be with the kids. That's right, and the website is the-girlfriends.com. Also, Sherry and Gigi's website is ggdolls.com so you can go on their website Sherry and Gigi I'd like to know what goes on at one of your shows is this a worldwide show that people set up tents and it's like a market the shows are usually at hotels 
Sometimes they're in a big room. Sometimes they're room sales. So it just depends on the particular show. Sometimes we set up in our room and have the room like a little showroom. And everything is for sale. And you kind of cover the beds and chairs and buy the TV and everything else. You bring racks and our a lot of times it's just like in the banquet halls and they have tables and then you set up your racks or your shelves, risers and then all the dollies. So are these collectors that are buying from you or are they there are collectors, there are families, there there's a lot of um, families that get into collecting dolls and there's a lot of male collectors as well as female collectors. I'm sure there's a lot of male collectors that love those Barbies. Well, the Barbies <laughs> and the fashion royalty dolls and the, the fashion dolls in general. There's the Jean dolls and Robert Tonner. And so there's a lot of really wonderful collectors that we've met all over the world. We've actually done shows in the past over in uh, Paris and London and Belgium, but now we basically stay in the states going coast to coast following the shows um, some of the big organizations is um, UFDC which is United Federation of Doll Collectors there's also NADA which is National Antique Doll Dealers Association and the Barbie convention so we do conventions as well as the shows and now are people busy. negotiating with your dolls or are they see I would love to have this but who has the space to have their collection that's the problem with a huge collection so you get into selling then right right you get into selling and you're listening to the girlfriends on webtalkradio.net we are live at Gigi's Dolls and Sherry's Teddy Bears, Incorporated, and this is an international doll seller who sells dolls all over the world, and we are live in Gigi's store. We are very excited to be here. They ship all around the world, and they purchase antique dolls, so if you want to go on their website, it's ggdolls.com, and you can go to questions at ggdolls.com and we're live so if you're hearing voices in the background it's only because we are in the store sherry do you have a personal your own personal doll collection or no you do yes my mom and i both have doll collections and it it isn't necessarily that it's the most expensive doll that attracts you or comes to your heart sometimes it's just a little dollar doll that just you know you look at it and you go that has to be mine in fact when we were at the Oak Mill Mall in our shop mom we had just gotten in a collection of dolls and mom couldn't sleep that night because she wanted this one doll so badly that she couldn't wait for the mall to open so she could go back in and get her own doll. (laughs) See, that's when you know it's right. But where do you keep your dolls at your home? Um, Just like if you have um, works of art or anything else, you can have them either on display on top of cabinets and top of uh, dressers. You can put them in cabinets. 
you can just decorate with dolls as opposed to having figurines and glassware and everything else. Right. So That's wonderful. I just, what goes on here at night? <laughs> you know, oh, a lot of times is they're it in like a toy store in the morning. Are you serious? Are you serious? I think they like to party. <laughs> oh, funny. You know, this reminds me of Toy Story when all the dolls would, you know, switch around on the shelves. The first time we were in here, I said to Shelly, we were laughing on the way back, and I said, I can just imagine the stories that came if these dolls could actually talk. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a well. It, it would be wonderful because so many of the dolls that we get that are antique, I'm sure, have such wonderful pasts and the histories and how they've survived through the wars and how this child loved this doll so much that you know it survived and went through and you know it's just amazing that that a lot of these dolls that are actually still still here. Wow, that's a wonderful story. That's a wonderful story. Tell me, what do you think your let's let's talk like prices. So what would be the lowest to the highest? We have anything from about five dollars up to probably five thousand dollars. It just depends on the particular collection we've gotten in and what we have. We deal in antique dolls as well as modern dolls and collectible dolls so we have French and German bisque and German characters and closed mouth and open mouth um, bisque dolls as well as artist dolls there's um, a lot of wonderful artists that we carry dolls from and it depends on what collections we've gotten in um, there's a wide variety and we also have miniatures and doll houses and I love your doll houses mm -hmm. and I'm looking at their beautiful and there's beautiful doll house furniture and accessories oh. and you know I remember items. some of this. I some know. Of these, the Barbie chairs and the... Oh, I remember all of that. And the wicker furniture and the cars. And it's it's just wonderful. It's a fantasy. What do you think is the biggest doll that's trendy now? Um, but the ball-jointed dolls are very big. What is it called? The ball-jointed dolls. Oh. Where their knees bend. And where they're all posable, which is kind of interesting because, as they say, nothing is new in this world and things keep coming back around because the antique dolls had a ball-jointed body and then they went to more of like a more rigid jointing and now the ball-jointed dolls, which have all the joints in them, are back again. And the younger generation is getting into them because you can customize them. You can take the back of the head off and change the eyes, change the wigs, change the outfits. Some people spend thousands and thousands of dollars on their dolls and the customization and the outfits. Wow, you know, that's interesting because I ordered a doll not too long ago, a new You're doll. You're still playing with dolls, aren't you? <laughs> I am. But I ordered I a doll. I think we all are. Just several maybe six months ago and it was one of the life looking dolls the new baby dolls and it i got it i had to send it back it was so stiff it was like stiff and i thought nobody really one would want to play with that doll right some of the dolls they show the prototypes of and they look nice and cuddly and then when they come especially if it has some kind of a mechanism in them the bodies can be very rigid um so you know ordering things off of the internet is is fine on some things but you never know exactly what you're going to get and sometimes it's better to go into a store and actually 
physically, you know, touch it and, and see what it is and be able to cuddle it. I have a question for you, Gigi. Yes. What was your first doll? I had four dolls when I was little. I had one doll that was a baby doll with composition, because at that time that was what they had were composition. And my mom made me clothes for it. So wherever we went, I carried the doll and the bag of clothes. One day, our car fell apart. She did. <laughs> she got so mad at me because here she is carrying me to go on the streetcar. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine a little one, a doll, in a bag of clothes? <laughs> oh my goodness! No, I've always liked dolls, so I had four, and uh, one of them was a uh, doll from uh, uh, Holland, and it had sawdust in it, and so they told me not to. Uh, take it around it or anything like that because the sawdust would come out of the body. So I had to just look at her. Now, speaking of that, I remember having dolls that had porcelain faces. Mm-hmm. And yep. you have you have a whole collection of the really the old porcelain face dolls, which yes. I thought were fascinating. Yes. We but have lots have of an- antique porcelains as well as new porcelain dolls. And the new porcelain dolls aren't bringing anything anymore. No, no, people just start collecting those. Well, it depends on what it is. Which it is, yes. Yeah. What's your? I mean, if you're a real doll collector, I think you collect a lot of the porcelain dolls. Yeah, the just, antique ones. Yeah, the, the antique, antique ones. ones and artist pieces and. Sherry, tell us something that you want our listeners to know about you. That would be an interesting little fun fact. Fun fact, or an interesting, them. empowering fact: playing with dolls. Yeah. Um, it's just a wonderful feeling to get up every day to know that I can go to work with my mom and also to be surrounded with something that I love. And I think a lot of people, they go to work and they're like, oh, I hate this. It's like drudgery. But here, I never know what the day is going to bring. I don't know who's going to come in with a collection. I don't know who's going to come in looking for something. I don't know if I'm going to be in the clothing room finding shoes and socks, underwear, and you know, a dress for a doll and a new wig. Or the hospital. Or going to the hospital. I'm also one of the doll doctors. I restring a lot of dolls. So it. It's just a wonderful day, so it's not every day is the same thing. Every day is different. That's so wonderful. And, and Sherry, I would say one of the things that is so engaging and wonderful about you and about being here is that you genuinely give the feeling of love. Yes. And so if you're yes. selling dolls and you're thinking, if you're selling your doll collection or you're a young girl or whatever, how old you are, and you're selling things that you love so much, you know that when when you, the way you approach it is that it makes you feel good. So you're not leaving thinking, you know, we they're still in a we, trunk for 40 years. We try and um, find homes for everything. A lot of times when collections come in, there are things that aren't going to, you know, necessarily clean up, look the best. So we have a table in the hall that we put a lot of things out there. And people look at the table, take things, and then they have 
you know, a new home from there, which is wonderful. So nothing ever gets, you know, like left behind. And it's just really fun. And we have a lot of customers who come in. We have a new customer who had lost her mom and she was just in a in a dark spot right now. And she came in and she said Upon walking in, she just knew she was in the right spot. And she started buying a few dolls. She had something repaired. She started um, getting some furniture to put her dolls on. And her friends, when they see her, they go, what's different? Yes. What what happened to you? And she says, I'm just in this happy spot when I go to Gigi's. Do you know what? It's very true because I, I have to tell you. I felt that way. And I felt that way. And even as stressful as life becomes and trying to make arrangements to get out here and to be here with you today, as soon as I walked in, I got in a happy place. That's how place. I was. So it's a great feeling, and I think that alone, besides doing the business end of it, has got to be a very, you, you've got to feel that very grateful feeling for having done that. Well, just on a personal level, speaking of that and feeling, I think it takes a certain man in a relationship to really know how to, I, I'm not saying deal with the collector, so your husband must be a collector too. He is a collector. He collects trains. Oh, see? oh my gosh. And it definitely makes life easier when you're a collector with a collector That's because right. they understand the craziness behind it. You know, you have a find and you stay up until midnight or one o'clock because you have to clean it and you have to find every little secret with your new find. And um, so it makes a big difference. If you have somebody that you have to hide everything from. You know, we had one customer that we had to decorate her bags of groceries, shall we say groceries, because she loved dolls, but she would come in and he didn't understand the doll collecting, so we would put paper towels and we'd put toilet paper and, and other things in on top of the dolls to make it look like groceries. <laughs> That's kind of like my husband is with clothes. Well, I'm just looking down at this table and I see that you have a national doll festival in Washington, D.C. This year, will you all be attending? Yes, Mom and I will be out there and that is the big festival that follows the UFDC, United Federation of Doll Collectors, convention. So this moves across the country. Um, last year we were in Kansas City. We were in California before that. So it, it goes across the country. There's a lot of dealers. There's a lot of wonderful dolls that show up at this can, uh, show. This is in Washington, D.C., and it's July 26th through the 29th, Tuesday through Friday. And I love that you're doing rare antiques, vintage, contemporary. So you're doing toys and bears, as it's saying, and clothing, miniatures, and it really sticks to just the dolls. Oh, it does say vintage jewelry. Um, it depends on what cut, what dealer is bringing what to the show. Um, when Mom and I go to a show, we try and bring a variety 
because if you just bring one type of doll, it might not be the thing that people are looking for. So I'll come in and I'll say, okay, girls, who wants to go to the show? And, you know, they just, you know, put their hands up and... Your dolls? Of course. Of course. Of course. You know, I love... You know, that's what I love about her. This is what I love about Sherry. Because, you know, the dolls do come alive. I noticed even... I know this sounds crazy to some of our favorite listeners, but when you walk down the aisles of Gigi's, the store, and you look at these dolls, they come alive. They come alive. Well, They've got pop- feeling. It's so funny. I think we have to buy our dolls back. <laughs> no, well, you know, we did come back, and this is what inspired us to do this show today. We did come back because one of the dolls that we kept thinking about after we left Gigi's was I kept thinking about Toodles, and so did Shauna. Toodles was our doll that when we had, we were a family. Shelly was the mother. Actually, we never, the husband was kind of just invisible. <laughs> he was there, but we never named him. <laughs> I was the oldest girl, and my name was Rex. And then we had our oldest child, which is... Alex. It was Alex, which uh, Dr. Michael told me the name of this doll. Patty. Patty Playpal. Patty Playpal was Alex, and then we had Saucy, who was... Saucy Walker. Saucy Walker. Saucy Walker, and then we had Toodles. We had Toodles, so we had two twin dolls, two twin baby dolls, Richard and And Rochelle. Which were Eloise Wilkins' baby deer family. That one is um, Bobby Deer, is your Richard. I don't know how we came up the names of Richard and Rochelle, but and then we had a very well, how'd small... how'd you come up with Rex for me? I was a girl. <laughs> I don't know. And then we had a very small baby doll, which, which was, was from the Baby Deer collection that was stolen in my theater class, in my drama class that I used in a scene. And Little guess who deer. I saw today when I walked in, and she was not here before. Little Baby Deer. Baby Deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have her when the last time we came in? Because she's right over here, and I saw her, yeah, and I went, oh, my gosh. Yeah, they they made many different sizes of baby deer. but That particular, that's like holding a true infant in your arms. Yes. It's beautiful. And we will, again, be showing a picture of baby deer on our in the gallery on our website. And we'll be sharing with you all sorts of fabulous pictures from Gigi's on our website and also some wonderful video clips of Shauna and myself selling the dolls to Gigi. Oh. I know. It's kind yeah. of sad, but it's I've got a good feeling, so it's all good. Sherry, I'd love for you to take us over and we can talk with Dr. Michael. Sure. Great. You're listening to Web Talk Radio, The Girlfriends. And we're at Gigi's Dolls and Sherry's Teddy Bears. They have something for everyone here. Um, the website is ggdolls.com, and we are here now walking over to Dr. Michael. Hi. Hi, Dr. Michael. Oh, you, my gosh, you've got lots of customers here, well, lots of these, patients. These are all pretty much done. I have a few that I'm still working on. I just um, set this wig for this young lady, matched her hair up. I have a little more uh, finessing kind of like to do. She's like an antique Jennifer Lopez. 
Yeah, well, no. Well, yeah, I guess so. And that back in the day, but she Well, she was. has these interesting kind of like sparkling eyes, which were, I guess, kind of rare back then. Now, are you using the exact same hair? Is that what you try to find or do you this have... Is, this is a, a vintage hum, oh, human hair wig. Oh, popped a wig off. <laughs> that is a vintage human hair wig. So, um, yeah, that I just set then with water, really. I didn't use anything. I see lots of Barbies here. There are a lot of different Barbies and midges and Barbie now, friends. What are you and, fixing on these Barbies? They look pretty, um, pretty good. Some had like limbs that were broken off that I repaired. This one was in really great shape. She only needed her hair ponytail to be retightened. Any breast implants in there, Dr. Michael? <laughs> no, thank God we haven't had to do that. Um, mostly just. Uh, fixing their limbs on these and, and doing their hair. This used to be a talking bar, right. uh, talking Stacy, and this is what she says now. Oh, so. she lost it. Yeah. That could have been a rotten husband. You know what? <laughs> that is very interesting, though, that you could come and bring your, because I'm looking, this is, this is one of the very beginning Barbie dolls. Like 62 or 63, right? Yes, and we, one, right? Shelley and I, had one of these because I, I believe they're stamped on the um, butt, aren't right, they? Right, yes. they are. They have the stamp, and I didn't know that. You could come, ours was kind of ratted up, the hair, but you could come and fix it and then sell it. There's baby right. deer. That's so sweet. She's very sweet. Oh, I see you have a headless creature here, too. Do you put a head on it? Actually, his head is right there. Do you see a box with a head I in it? I sure do. Let me show you what was going on with this one. We need to take a picture of that one. This, Well, we did have a before picture. This is still in the process. This style um, has a flirty eye. Let's see the flirty eye. You see that? Oh, yeah. How they go back and forth. And it was basically the composition was just falling off. And all these parts are parts that I've repaired. And then I'll sand them down, repaint them to match, and then put it back on her head. That doll was actually missing one of her hands, was missing four fingers, too. So that's already done. I rebuilt the four fingers on one of those hands. Wow. Now, Michael, do you collect? One. Yes, I do. That's how I got here. And what do you collect? <laughs> well, I've collected Barbies, vintage Barbies. I collect the jean dolls. I collect some of the fashion royalties. I prefer fashion dolls. Of I, course you do. <laughs> <laughs> All um, the guys do. And I like, I just like, some, sometimes, like, even a cheap little Japan doll will attract me or... It just depends on the doll, you know. You know, speaking of that, the Madame Alexander dolls, they I see that you have a massive collection. Yes. Yeah, we have a lot of Madame Alexanders. And Sherry, you had mentioned to us when we brought our Madame Alexander dolls out. You have so many Madame Alexanders that you were not really interested in buying some of those. Unfortunately, the market is pretty flooded on a lot of them. Uh, the period of the 70s, 80s, 90s, a lot of them were made and a lot of them are still around. And, of course, that was the era when everyone had to keep a mint in box. So everyone is now trying to empty their closets and trying to make room. So all of these mint in box dolls are coming out and flooding the market. Yeah. Now tell me, if someone brings in... A doll, it, it is more valuable if you bring the box in with it. Is that correct? It depends on the doll. I mean, a lot of dolls don't have boxes, and some dolls um, never had a box. And so it just depends on the doll. So if someone is interested in bringing something in for us to purchase or to look at, 
just call ahead of coming and we'll be glad to look at it and see what it is and see what we can do. Now, Sherry, as I'm looking here in your shop, this is a very famous doll and I cannot recall the name. That's Scoodles. Scoodles. Scoodles is the first little girl that got into Cupyville. Oh, oh she's Rose O'Neill, who designed the Cupid, designed the Scoodles. And Rose O'Neill actually traveled with a Scoodles that was about 20 inches tall. Oh, my gosh. That is absolutely adorable. <laughs> These girls here look like they're wooden. They are wooden. They're by Regina Sandruder um, from Germany. And they have some unique bodies. This one is actually from France, but the other ones are from Germany here. They have an interesting joint because it's a very natural joint well, that they have. Well, they're beautifully made. And I see that they're signed at the neck. Yes, they are signed with the uh, Sandruder. Now, then how, how important is that, Sherry, to have uh, a doll signed? Um, it's a nice feature for especially an artist piece because a lot of times if you buy an artist doll and it doesn't have a signature or you lose the wrist tag, you look at a doll and you go, oh my gosh, this is beautiful, but who did it? And if it doesn't have some kind of a distinguishing feature, it's hard to say and point, you know, at who might have done it. And then the artist will never have credit for it. And it's really sad. Sherry, I also notice um, lots of teddy bears. Yes, we do have lots of teddy bears. We have um, antique to modern, mostly more modern bears. We have some artist bears, stife bears. We have play bears from Gund and from um, other companies, Gans, uh, Thai. We've, uh, what had, about the big rage with Beanie Babies? Oh, we lived through that one. We definitely lived through that. Um, Beanie Babies are kind of cold right now, at least for us. What about but, the Cabbage Patch? Uh, we lived through that craze, too. That was a horrible mm -hmm. Christmas. Anybody that came in only wanted that, and it was, it was a bad Christmas. Do you feel that that's the best time of year, is the Christmas season? Not necessarily, because people like dolls all through the year. Um, so it's not just Christmas time that you need dolls. You need dolls all, all through the year. Oh, and I see that you have the puppets. I have a couple of puppets that have come in in collections, and one of our doll doctors was nice enough to straighten out all the strings. She was so excited because I had three groupings of puppets that came in within a couple of weeks, and every time she came in, I said, guess what? She went, oh, oh no, no, not more puppets. <laughs> do, but do you know what? how wonderful that would be? You know, puppet shows were so fabulous for children and it's kind of a lost art so today how wonderful to have children looking at puppet shows and being able to use their imagination it's such you know Sheldon when you're thinking about that kids that are being raised today they're not being really raised with playing with dolls unfortunately no I mean, we spent hours in our playhouse hours now it's like so many of the kids are being put on a, a computer and with their iPhones and that's their entertainment and it's very sad because their imaginations aren't being 
sparked. Like if you have a doll and you have to be its mommy and you have to take it to the doctor, you want to take it different places. I mean, when I was a kid, I had my Barbie and my Barbie went everywhere around the world as I was playing with her and she had so many expeditions with me and I it was just in the, you know, in my room. I mean, I didn't have to go anywhere. And when my when I started getting a little bit older, my mom said, "Well, if you want to put your dolls away, um, don't feel bad." I says, "Why would I want to put my dolls away? This is part of me. If my friends can't accept me for what I am as a doll collector, then I guess they're not true friends." Sherry, another, that's wonderful. Another great lesson to our listeners: go with your passion, be proud of it, let it be seen. Feel it and embrace it. And embrace it, too, with your husbands. You have your own identity, so you need to stay with that. Or your partner. Or your partner. And, Sherry, we want to thank you and your beautiful mother, Gigi, and Dr. Mike for for letting us be here today and enjoying this wonderful fantasy of dolls. Thank you so much. So if anybody has any questions on Gigi's Dollhouse, is there a particular number that they could call, or would you prefer not to have that on the air? Uh, Our phone number is 773-594-1540, or if they have questions, just email us at questions, with an S, at Gigi's dolls.com wonderful thank you sherry it was such a special day to be here with you it today it was wonderful it was so fun and it we, was great we Friends wish for you life. the best of success thank you and i think it's all swinging back i have to tell you i have to be honest with you it's swinging back well, i hope so at least i hope so too and i just i just love the dolls and and everything and i wish every little one would be able to tell me their story. Listeners, we're loving life today. We have just here at Gigi's Doll and Sherry's Teddy Bears. You're listening to The Girlfriends, and you can go to our website at the-girlfriends.com. And we're in a happy place. So goodbye, everybody, till next week.